Hello and welcome to oh, yeah. God's Best Kids podcast. GBK. Um, you don't even know, want to know the context behind that because I'm just thinking about that now. I don't, it doesn't matter really. We are just God's best kids. That's what matters. Yeah, trust me. That's what we're put on this earth to be. That's what we're doing every single day. Well, that's, the that's, the whole point of the hmm? that's the whole point of the podcast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Watch us personally grow. This has been four or five years in waiting. Yeah, well, at least three, because... At least three. I mean, we, we, we had a brief spell. We had a brief spell, <clears throat> excuse me, in um, lockdown while I was at uni. First, was it first semester? Yeah. Yeah. And then so we figured... I don't think we could really do much until we went to uni. Yeah. And we figured... I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the reason we stopped... I don't know, things got in the way, but listen, we out here now. We out here. Finally. I mean I've 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 been trying to and I've I've got a couple of mates that have a podcast. Do you? Yeah, they're um they do an advertising podcast. Hey. And the biggest thing oh. since we've been talking about restarting this, I've I've always been thinking. God, if I post about this on Instagram and then they see it, they think, "Well, he's just copying us now." Well, mm. Joe, I'm not. I this we have got episodes of this somewhere in deep in our archives that, that we'll never see the light of day. But this Why is not? a two years old project. I want to see. I want to see. Um me three years ago and what what shit i was spouting listen not changed not changed no i have i have sure for the better but how old am i now 20 80 70 slash 18 huh if you know how old you are yeah just about 17 slash 18 year old me was I don't know how to describe him. He was on something. He was on something. I'm surprised I agreed to do a podcast with a seven, that like 18, 19 year old you would be on. Nah. Was... 19? Uh, 19 was only less than a year ago. What does no, that mean? Like, as in the end of first year. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harry has this thing about maturing. Well, yeah. Come comes later to some of us than no 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 because I I was a horrible person in first year yeah I, I mentally I mean I think I might have left the only reason I left my room when I was in first year of uni was to like have a fag because that was like my vice for depression or to go to uni like i i I'd, I'd never been a smoker before either like i'd smoked maybe like three cigarettes before i went to uni i i don't never cared about it went to uni absolutely stock just drops and yeah i remember going around to your house and i saw cigarettes i was like 
then like is this you and then I was like and you're like I was like well if your parents see you and you're like oh they know you just like say chill but I was like yeah I've watched sliders over there from when I I we had a we had the delivery like two weeks ago when we got back from Croatia and the guy came to the door and was like do you have a lighter I've just got a fag in the car do you have a lighter I was like yeah sure and he's like and I was like keep it I wish I gave him all six now because I, I have no need for them. I just yeah. I just needed to, to like get more food orders so that this guy can keep coming. I just take all of my lighters. Nah, they're right. Bro, I'm a big smoker now. I've got so many lighters. There's so many numbers on them right now. I'm joking. These are just accumulated over the years of walking around. A few people don't know Fallowfield in Manchester. Because yeah. it's, it's quite the haven. It's quite a haven for for example Jamal with I don't even know I'll blur that one out but just for my bad Jamal do you know what I mean so like how could I how can I not accumulate so many lighters and like it's good for my incense as well so yeah. if you ever need a lighter like just just message me just message me yeah if, any, if anyone listening or watching that doesn't have a clue who either of us are but We've got lighters that we are willing to send anywhere yeah. in the country. Hell yeah. Just the country. I'm willing to go international for you guys. We're that big. We're that big. If, unless you're in Croatia or Italy, I'm not. Because that way I can personally deliver it and just have a holiday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Italy's, Italy's beautiful. Beautiful place. Milan. Milan. Milan streets are free for a hem day. Wow, dangerous place. I would never do that again. I can't lie. I can't See, lie. Yeah, I got I got targeted by one of them. Uh, where's Marnie from? Senegal. Senegal. One of the Senegalese guys came up to me and was like, "You know, Mark obviously could tell that I was a British, like young yeah. young guy that has a quite a good chance of watching the Premier League." And he was like, yeah. "You know, Sadio Mane," and I was like yeah he's like well i'm from senegal so here have this band and then just tied it around my wrist and then went up to my dad that's five euros please i was like I didn't yeah even, yes like did you pay my dad had to because he just wouldn't leave us alone oh heavy and then the police told him to fuck off nah don't worry um i've had that before i've had that not on my pre not on my visits it's just now but my previous visits no the one the one that's popular is the ladies with uh, roses as well no. they don't need you there. have you never encountered them no oh, they're arguably as worse because they give you the puppy eyes like like this is for you like listen as a young man you're gonna be like i put no thank you thank you but no and then this i remember i was having dinner or having a drink and I just left it there and they're like Three euros, please. I was like, no, 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 no. So I literally put it back in the pocket and then finally left us alone. But yeah, I think that they're very popular all around, I guess, in all around the world, to be fair. Well, yeah, like Barcelona, (laughs) on a school trip in Barcelona, I ended up coming away with a penny board. (laughs) (laughs) Because, right, so I was just looking at this penny board in a shop in Barcelona and Throughout the time, 
there, we'd encountered like a fair few scammers. Like yeah. all, all of us had got fake Ray-Bans. <laughs> they say Ray-Berry on them for like two mm. euros. But this, this guy was like, yeah, that, that penny board's, I think it was 25 euros or 20 something. It was the last day I was trying to spend my money. But I think it was like 20 euros at least. And I was just looking in my wallet, like, do I want to spend that money on a penny board? Like, can I can I even get it back to the country? And yeah, that's we're just like going through customs with that. Well, I didn't I didn't have any room in my suitcase. So there was no point in me buying it anyway. But then I was looking at my wallet. He just took the 20 euros out of my wallet. I don't thank you. Wow. I, my penny. I, I just I didn't give you them. And he's like, yep, nope, no returns, sales final. <laughs> and then we went back to join the group and my Spanish teacher basically just called me a dickhead and said, don't do what Harrison did. He's a... Yeah. He's a... Anyway, we oh, should... I thought you were going to... Huh? I thought you were going to give us some, like, some Spanish insult. Oh, no, I mean... I don't know any Spanish insults other than pinche puta. Uh, yeah, all I know is um, of Italian is punta basa, punta basa. That's all I was thinking, I can't lie. And forza inter, ha 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 ha, don't mind me. Forza. Listen, I'm, I'm more of a Milan guy, I can't lie. Like, Milan's my. I'm, I'm an AC. AC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I had to go. That's okay, like with the rivals, with the options. You're just fine there with an AC Milan shirt. Huh? You weren't, I'm going to assume you weren't anywhere near the ultras. Yeah, we were. Oh, were you? We were above them. Ah. Oh, Scary fans, mate. Yeah. A little, I think they're pit, they're called like pit, pit bulls or something, like. I don't know, but I saw a lot of pit bulls, like the angry, oh, oh. But they were in full voice, just to be fair to them. Like, great atmosphere. Great atmosphere. Like, probably the best I've ever experienced. They've literally got six guys allocated across, like, the the, the stand, uh, the lower tier. Yeah. And they're not even watching the football. They're just facing the crowd. And their jobs is literally to uplift the crowd and get everyone up for it. Constantly chanting for 90 minutes straight. Like, the energy, it was electric. It was electric. Fair play to them. And like every time they they celebrate like a throw-in, like a goal. It's crazy. They're like, bro, it was crazy. They're giving their players so much love as well. But they've got a lot more. I, I noticed that just abroad, people have more passion for like everyday mm. things. Like like a throw-in in football isn't anything special, but it, it's the same, it's the same in like especially Italians, the way they t- even talk, it's just oh. like, there's, but there's just so much, even the words, the pronoun, like, there's so much, Hell. it's just, either hate or love, or fuck, like, just, whatever emotion yeah. you're feeling, you can just feel it so much in their words. No in between, like, it's very blatant, isn't it? I, that's what I love, like, just in Italy, just hearing all these, kind of, like, Obviously, I couldn't understand fuck all. They could have been saying the most horrible things, but just the passion behind it and the substance, I was just like, wow, I'll take it back. And it had some great pizza. And um, was, oh, the fashion is incredible. Like, 
no matter how old you are, like you're coming correct. Like we were around obviously Centre Milan, so I expect what looked like a lot of um, finance bros. Like their difference in the finance, but like their hairlines are secured. Like I know, I know, I know like look, I'm, I'm 20 and uh, it's going, it's going. But like their hairlines are secured, their tan, their glasses, the like the the fitted suit, ah, oh, tailored suits, perfect. And even like those that weren't even at work, like the ladies wearing some like just some sick outfits. It's just like it's Milan, it's Milan Fashion Week every week, yeah, every day, no matter. Even like the old people, like ninety year olds, like proper. It's proper. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's that is exactly what it was like when I was there as well. Like, yeah, when we went to well, when I, even when I worked at like Dolce and Gabbana, like there wasn't, there just wasn't a change of like of level. Like, even though this is a high end fashion brand, versus just the everyday person on the street. It doesn't matter which brand costs more. Or, like, they yeah. just both look so nice and just mm. you're dressed well, no matter what. And Italian men, according to James May, I don't know if you've watched any of the Italian R man in Italy, but yeah. Italian men are just brought up to no matter what, your shirt has to match your shoes. Oh, is that changing your thing? Wow. And if you're going out, you have to um always dress like there might like something might happen. Is in like, you might have to be somewhere where your clothes matter, which is why they all dress so nicely. Same reason that probably I've started wearing polo shirts whenever I go out now because it's like the minimal mm. of smart. Like it, it's mm. comfortable, it's casual, but if you need to look smart, it. It's at least smart casual. Yeah. 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 I think your outfit does have, have, have to be like clean. Because I don't know, I was kind of brought up, my parents were like, always look like pre present, always look presentable. Like you just have to, like, uh, yeah, then have a trim all the time, but like, like smell all right, smell good. Like you're not too, you're not too rusty. Just like look presentable because you never know who you might meet, kind of thing. And then, like, I think that was that was ingrained for me early, like just going to school. Even like I was just going to school, probably seeing the same people every day. But you just had to make sure, like, shirt tucked in, button done up, not looking. Do you know what I mean? Smelling correct. I think that's important. Like you have to take that. It's because it's self care. It's early. Yeah. It's it's formations of self care as you grow up as well, because. It's very easy to lose that self-care where you get a bit lazy and, you know, but it's key, man. It's key. And I, I think I always hated wearing a uniform at school, but if I look back on it, apart from sick form, sick form was different because like you got your own suit. But looking back on it, nothing looks better, even if it's a stupid school blazer. Nothing looks better than a suit and a tie and some like, nice dress shoes. Yeah, like, it's, it's just so good. I love, I loved sixth form. I loved sixth form attire. Like I thought, I thought our school was fairly bland from seven to eleven in terms of uniform. Like it was just navy blazer and black, 
black trousers or red trousers. Like I just don't. I, it wasn't particularly that inspiring, but, yeah. but at least you had like a striped tie. Our tie was just literally solid, and then there was like maybe one color there, and that was a um, bit better. The best, one, best one was when you get the black tie for like whichever sport you do. Oh, blacked out tie, but then the bl- black blazer, black trousers, black belt, black shoes. Like you are just at that point the guy. It just, it just, like it. Think saying it out loud. Like I would never wear just a pure black suit unless it's a funeral, basically. But yeah, like where everything is black, even the tie. But um, when I think of it, just looks so nice. I mean, mm. you look at the men in black, and you know, like, I think the tie thing is so cool. Like. We had a couple of boys that played, like, um, what's it, Kent Rugby, and also, make, like, Maystone District football. Yeah. And they wore, like, the ties. And I was like, you're actually, you're the guy. You're the guy. You're that guy. It's like, just like being away in England duty. You just have a tie. You're just different, aren't you? You're different. I, I didn't actually like the district ties. I like the Kent one, but I'd... the district ones were so boring. What, football district? I think they were all like quite similar. I like the football district one. I think it's because they, they had, like, the Maidstone coat of arms. Yeah, and then like that one skinny stripe. I thought. Yeah, I but like it wasn't a skinny tie. It was just a fat, it was a fat tie. It was just that one. Like, if they had more of those stripes, I think I would like. Yeah. It. No fair, fair. But yeah, the Kent ones were always cool. Like Kent FA. Just having the Kent horse on it. Huh. Just having the horse, like the horse, like the Invicta yeah. horse. Yeah, that's pinnacle sport and excellence. That so cool. Never got it. Never, never even got near having one of those. Me. I never got my own personal one, but listen, my one appearance in Maidstone District earned me a tie for a couple of days. I was like, Hell yeah. Only a couple of days. Yeah, I use my mates because I just he just like wear it, bro. I was like, yeah, I appreciate that, bro. I will wear it. See, I went to a couple of Maidstone District cricket sessions, so I should have got a tie for that. Oh, Not that I ever played for them. You cricket head. So, so. Cricket, mate. Well, I really- didn't like, like it's, it's really, like, I know people play a really good standard and, like, wow. I'm just like, wow. Like, I've, I've recently realised how good I could have been if I like worked out how to play. Oh, you don't regrets. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't regret it. Because, but it's, it's the same with rugby. Like, it's playing tennis now and playing football now have taught me just a lot about sports in general. And I've noticed that, for example, cricket and I just did not, cricket and rugby, I just did not go as hard as you need to. Like, I just really didn't try. I, I Was that uh, just pushing being sucked out early, though? I, they're not the most, I mean, rugby fair, but like, I don't know about you, cricket's not the most endearing sport, like, well, no, I don't know. It's just for like, me, like, 
like as a kid playing cricket, it would be difficult just standing there. Well, no, it's a but I'm, talking game, about, I'm talking about when you actually like do stuff, like when you're batting and bowling. Like when I was batting, I, I just didn't hit through the ball. Like I just let it hit my bat. If I if if I even hit the ball, like you didn't follow through. Yeah, but I. Like, and I just, even if I did follow through, I wouldn't hit it hard. I would just like move my back lazily. Like, and it, like, that's how I used to play tennis, I'm pretty sure. And now, now I've got to the point where like every shot is just, well, not every shot, but I hit a lot of shots pretty much as hard as I can. And it's they all are my You have to make it have a meaning. Yeah. Make it mean something. Bang. Bang. Did you see that thing that I think I think Indian cricketer, a woman, she I don't know what she did, but she did something that may have been like it was a way of winning, like India won. Yeah. Like what well, she played for one. Like she was about to bowl and then she just like hit the she, she didn't bowl. It was against England and she just hit like the wicket and then apparently oh, she won. So the woman explained that. So the woman that wasn't on strikes, so the one that wasn't batting, mm. and the other batter left the crease. Like she walked out of the crease. Right. Which you have to be in to be safe. Um, before the woman had like started her movement of like actually bowling and so okay she's out the crease technically the woman can just stop and just knock her out of the wicket because she's out of her crease um the the problem with that is no one ever does it because pretty much every batsman leaves their crease early and no bowler ever resorts to that kind of behaviour. Is it quite, quite frowned upon? Is it frowned upon as a, as a way of winning? I, from what I saw, it was like 50-50 because a lot of people make the argument it's in the game. I, for one, would never leave the crease until it was pretty much out of the bowler's hand. Mm. Just because there's that chance that it does happen because it's in the rules of the game. Like it's allowed. But there's the whole, you know, cricket's meant to be a polite sport, basically. Um, yeah. It's not very sporting or polite, especially when it's the last, especially when the whole game depends on that ball. I, I think... There wouldn't be uproar about it <clears throat> if it happened regularly, but it mm. it only happens when people are desperate to win. So that's kind of what it should be polite. Sport isn't polite. No. And like cricket's not polite if you looked at any of the I, I don't know cricket's it. Is it on the is what she did on the same level as like Kyrgios doing that underarm thing? Like obviously. Back back when everyone was like, wow. Like back 
I don't know, 2014, if he did that, everyone would be like, that's so disrespectful kind of thing. Is it on that level? That is probably quite a good, like, similarity. Like, a compar- that's a good comparison. Um, I wouldn't say it's... I'd say Kyrgios isn't quite as bad because he just does it all the time. And a lot and a lot of other people now do underarm serve. Yeah, I've seen Murray do it like last year. Yeah. But and it's always been a part of the game that some people do use at points. And it's the same with the the cricket thing. It's just it's just only used when someone is at Basically, they don't see a way to win the game without doing it. And that's why people weren't happy, because it brings out the competition, but it takes the competition away in a way. So I don't mm-hmm. even know much about baseball, but... I've got an MLB cap, and that's it, bro. Okay. Well, Aaron Judge is... I heard that name. Well, he's, he's chasing the 61 home runs in, a, I think, a season record. I'm not 100% sure. I've only just recently got into baseball, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's chasing 61 home runs in the year. And that's currently the record, so he'll just tie it, not break it. But he's on 60, mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware, unless it's changed since. But what I have seen happen quite a bit is people just intentionally walking. So that means you let the bat- batter go to first base. So you don't even give him the option of even trying. Like you, 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 you basically put him on first base because you're too scared to let him actually try and hit your pitch. Mm, interesting. Because the next guy is a lot less likely than him to hit a home run. So if yeah. he's on first base and you can get the next guy out, like either caught out or struck out, you'd rather have Aaron Judge on first base than at the plate. Because if he's at the plate, he might smack you for a home run. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't think like sport sporting bodies should should look to like like change the rules or alter the rules of these kind of like um what do you call them these kind of i don't know the blurred lines in the sport because I, I think that's what makes it entertaining like sport isn't meant to be friendly and nice sports meant to be competitive hard-hitting brutal and these are like parts that make your brain work more yeah exactly like it gets you thinking and it gets you thinking like how can i gain the most minimal advantage over my opponent to win. I, yeah. think that's I think that's brilliant. But obviously, if that happened against me in any, like, I, I play football a lot, but I don't know, something, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but like, if something happened that my team happened to lose, I'd be fuming. I, of course, I'd be pissed off, but other way around, I'm going to be ecstatic. And, you know, I, I like a bit of shithousery. I like a bit of shithousery. And I appreciate it as well. Like if it happened to me, I'll be like, you know, like, like a fair play. If anything, I'll I'll try and use it next time. 
I think I'd put Aaron Judge on first base, to be honest with you. What team does he play for? Is it, is it, huh? Yankees. Uh, uh, eight aren't good. <laughs> the athletics just aren't that good. They're not good. They're not that good. Ah, it's the Yankees then for us. I mean, I, I support the Angels. Are they A's as well? They cap their caps have A's. And it's it's a red A. Um from Los Angeles. Mike Trout is the man that basically made me ever get into baseball in terms of I watched I watched like a highlight reel of him. When, when I, did this one start? Oh, I was real I was no older than twelve. Twelve. But he's he's just a really good center fielder. Um bats batter. They call him batters, not batsmen. But then Shohei Yatani. I we need to move to um we've got less than a minute, so we should probably end this one. And... Okay. I'll see you in a minute. Yeah, in a minute. Bye. It doesn't need me though. Hi. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's right. Welcome back to the God's Best Kids. God's Best Kids. God's Best Kids podcast. Right. So while we were away dealing with um, certain things, mostly the fact that we're too poor to afford any kind of software where we can actually record a podcast. Yet. Yet. There's a big yet, but. Yeah, at the moment. Listen, soon come. Soon come. Our fortunes will change. We can do this all for free because we'll actually live close enough to each other to be able to share a place that we can... And Spotify will also sponsor us. No, that's that's what I'm actually... Yeah, obviously. And also, also, we can can also afford our own... My own... um, economist subscription because you know that, that's my measure of wealth and success it's because you know what i'm currently living off my old um my previous tenants yeah you economist and and a private eye a new one came to yet to open okay. shout out um shout out ben listen i'll reimburse you bro when i've got the peas like give me a few years <laughs> do you know what i mean but listen your loss is my gain sorry Right. Why did you quit social media? I haven't quit social media. I'm still on social media. I've just quit one specific one. Only Instagram out of all of them. Yeah, it's the worst one. It's it's a, listen, 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 listen. You can, you can, you can argue Twitter. You were you going to say Twitter or Snapchat? I was going to say Snapchat. Snapchat's terrible. Oh, it's for Snapchat's kids. not even that bad. It's for kids. Snapchat is for kids. It's. I'm still. I'm still at uni, so I kind of need Snapchat. That's where all my plans yeah. are made. And getting getting about fifteen man to delete Snapchat just it's to move onto WhatsApp is crazy. It's very difficult. Well, see, yeah, it's unrealistic. I'd say like the only way. My my measure of someone who is at least mature enough to delete Snapchat is once you're out of uni or education. Like if you're either unemployed or in the workforce, 
but you finished your education and you still have Snapchat or still use Snapchat as especially your main for communication, there is something wrong with you. Listen, I'm a slut for iMessage now. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a big man now. I'm a big man. I love iMessage. Like, I love the blue delivered thing. You know, I love, yeah, I don't I love my red receipts. Love on, sending but, red receipts. Huh? Yeah, I, I noticed you stopped sending red receipts. Listen, I can't. I want to know when this man's doing anything. Like, oh, let's organize something. Has this, has it, he's always got do not disturb mode on anyway. Has he bloody looks at this or not? I have no clue. Listen, Mr. Mysterious, you know what I'm like. But no, not even like that. I just, red receipts are crazy. Because, Joe, you know is sometimes I find that I, I'll click on um, messages on my MacBook, but I haven't actually seen it on my phone. Yeah. So it would just open up to a random one and it just says I read it and I'm just like, oh shit. Right. I'm, and I'm, I'm typically like in a lecture or something or even traveling. I'm just like, oh shit, like I've got to reply to this now. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not anything personal. But since Instagram, it's, it breeds, oh, I just don't like it. It's something about it. Well, you have to you have to make it work for you. Like I follow working it for me, Jamie. You know I mean? <laughs> it works I, I for me. I follow like 50 people that I know. And then the other about hundred people that I follow are all people that inspire me or brands that inspire me. And like yeah. things that I will see in a day that will like give me something that I want to like give me an idea about something or make. Or just, yeah, like, just give me something that I want to try and do. Or that will just mm. Like, I don't use Instagram other than a way of basically being another form of context to... A motivator. Yeah. That's something yeah, that I, I hear that. my work and add into my life. I hear that, I hear that. But in my head, I was thinking, listen, I've got three... Four, I've got four social medias, three of which like I mainly use at the time. So it was Insta- obviously TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Yeah. Like I never I never really use TikTok. I just if like it's a bit long for me now. I just nothing useful typically comes off my for you page and nothing it really it's like it's just one of those things I just don't really have time for. Twitter. Like I'm really not gonna delete Twitter. If I was to delete something next, I'll probably would because that's probably next on my screen time but i feel like twitter's as bad as it is it's kind of like my news source yeah well. um uh football obviously and just just like life like whatever happens kind of just it's, it's just a good form of entertainment i think for me and yeah i, I don't want to say i use it it's not it's not my downtime because my downtime is playing sport, but it kind of is my downtime. Like I would, Twitter's probably the last one I'll go to before bed. So I would say it probably is my downtime. Um, Snapchat, purely for communication with my friends at uni. Like, that's what everyone uses. And to delete it would be just, it kinda, I don't know, it'll be quite difficult to arrange anything. No. Do you know what I mean? But one, yeah, one, I feel like once you're done, though, 
Are you holding me to this? Are you holding me to this? I'm not. It's up to you, mate. If you want to grow up, you grow up. But <laughs> listen, master manipulator. There, that's crazy. If I want to grow up, look, I'm a big man these days. But listen, what about slap maps? A joke and a joke and a joke. I'm joking. I am so joking. But we we know someone who perpetually keeps their slap maps on, no matter where they are. Only when they're not at home, though. Mm. Everywhere. Uh, even when they are at home. Yeah. I know. Yeah, bare people. I would that find way. that so creepy, though. Like I'm, I have a very small circle on Snapchat. I would be fine with keeping my location on, apart from no one needs to know where I am ever. Yeah, I don't think anyone particularly cares where I am. But then, but then you have like, certain. No one cares enough. <laughs> But you have certain people that have Snapchats that if you went through it, like they wouldn't even know who half of them are. And then they've just got their location on. And yeah, that's crazy. That's a bit wild. You know, things can happen to people. Listen, these social media, they're tracking you all this all the time. So why are you giving them like they probably know your location anyway, but that's like a certainty. Yeah. It's it's like I would never post something on Instagram that tells people my location. Like, yeah. I know I'm, I'm not a celebrity at all. Like no one, I've got, I've restarted my Instagram, so I've got something like 50 followers, 60 followers. Like it's, it's it, it doesn't matter. I just don't want yeah. someone to be able to, I post something and then someone who cares enough can see it and goes, right, I know where he is. I'm gonna go there and gonna do whatever I need to do to like, yeah. it's just that's the yeah. one I don't like I do think that's weird it's very intrusive it is intrusive um, like Insta- Instagram oh, I don't know I just found it I was just sat in Australia honestly I was just sat in Australia one night and I was just like my brain just hurts just going through this and I think what I found going to Australia and that Canada as well over summer is they don't have as much like access like their houses aren't built to access light as well as ours. Like, for example, I stayed in my cousin's room and like, so my room's very airy and like, good access to natural light. But like his room, like only the top will have um, like a window. And even then it will just have shutters. So it's a very dark room. And even it, it could be the brightest day, but it will let in the most minimal lights. And he's got a desk in there. I just think that, that that drove me crazy. That literally drove me insane. Like not having that access to natural light as we do. And I think that's so important. I think that's so important for me and my on my mental like. Oh, it's access. yeah. The boost, the boost you get from when you're working, making it next to a window versus just and even if it's in the center of a room but if you were say in a room where you don't even have a window your work yeah. like your productivity goes down so much yeah so and like it. it was it was having like the 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 light on in the room on all the time and i was just like I was, and that's insane like natural light is so key yeah to me and the houses, houses are very like dark and yeah, yeah. And, Obviously, like uh, downstairs, 
if you go a window, it's just fine. But it's just in a room and, and an office. It's crazy. Well, it's, it's vital to your cortisol production. Like the first hour you wake up, you need as much natural light as possible because your cortisol production is what keeps you like feeling energized throughout the day. And mm. the less natural light you have when you wake up in that first hour. This is all from yeah. Andrew Huberman, by the way. If you know who Andrew Huberman is, then I heard you know him. telling this. But if you don't, then he's he's a really good, I'm pretty sure he's a neuroscientist. But the cortisol like production goes up so much if you just go outside for even 10 minutes, for example. But like yeah. just make sure you get natural light straight away, first hour of the day. And mm. then you'll be fully charged for the day. Like that's that's why I run, for example. At yeah, like, absolutely. Like I go running straight away when I wake up. Cause yeah. it's it it does two things. It keeps me going in terms of it gives me energy to through cortisol, but it also just gets me healthier and doing something. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, like think of like being in a fairly dark room and then being on social media like that's a concussion for for hell that was hell in my in my in my world i've never been i felt trapped i felt so enclosed yeah. and like feeling trapped is like the worst thing ever not even like an, in a depressive state just like i don't feel well in terms of I didn't feel like happy and like normal and I don't, I don't have the energy that I did. And I was getting shit sleep as well because jet lag. So add to that, it's just, it's just horrific. And I was like, like just scrolling through it, like Jenny hurts my brain. My eyes were like, like that. I was just like, do you know what? I'm going to delete it. I, it was firstly, I changed my head. I was like, I was uh, pondering on it for, for a few days. I was like, I bet I couldn't like what happened. Like, I, I was seeing some Reddit things I'd just delete. I was like, oh, I do, I do. I felt like I needed it. I was like, nah, let's 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 try it for a week and see what happens. And then the week has turned into like nearly three months now. So yeah, it, nah, I do feel like my life's been better for it. Like my screen time's obviously down. And I don't particularly, like I could, I've kind of shown myself that I can do it. Like I don't need to be that involved in people. Like, I don't first, I don't particularly care. I don't need to be. That involved in people and people don't particularly care if I'm gone. <laughs> I'll say like no one's really no one's noticed apart from people being like, oh, have you seen this Instagram post? I just went, no, I haven't. Like, but no one's gonna be like, I you're so weird. Like you though, huh? Because my girlfriend's like this and you're like this. Like, I don't get the whole Instagram being at the top of your screen time. Like, I spend. Let me have a look how long I've spent on it today. Seven minutes. I get all the information I need off of it per day in about 10 minutes. Mm. I look at the people I follow because I've got my little system of the people that I need to look at to keep me motivated or inspired by what I need. And then yeah. I'm done. The, all I use it for is what Instagram is meant to be for, which is posting your life, that like actual real thing. The way people are trying to use be real but without faking it every second of every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. I've been told to download B-Real. I was just like, just another social media we don't need. Like, I just don't need that. 
they'd be like, it'll be perfect for you. I'm like, no, no, it really wouldn't. Instagram's it, it'd be driving me insane. Like, I hate people like thinking they have a view into my life and being it just feels very intrusive and very very it's very, yeah. obviously a very private yeah. thing, a very yeah. private thing. Like if I get a text and I like be real and I just like take a picture of me, it's just like this is our time kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I I like to control what goes out of there. Like yeah. If if I'm doing a be real every day, unless I know when it's coming and I make sure that every single time at that point that I've I'm in a place that I really want to show off. Right. I don't yeah. I don't want to show off that I'm at my nan's house if I'm visiting my nan. Like yeah. if anything, that's the last place I want to show that I'm at. Like it it's it's, it's yeah. just at your nan's house. Right. But anyway, moving on from something that you don't do anymore. I have to unlock the door quickly, but to something that I now do do religion. Religion. It's a massive part of your life, not so much mine. It's a big makeup of my life, my boy. Um, do you think you would be a Christian if your family weren't? Such a good question. Um, I guess we'll never know. Um, I don't know. I just definitely don't know. I don't know. Put me in a different environment. I feel like I would be. But like, I don't know how to answer that. No, I know. Yeah, it's not it's not an easy like I just, it's a high. I, just I can't imagine a life that deviates from it. If that makes sense. I can't imagine a life. I can't imagine like a me without it. thinking. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I probably can't. But like, like, I've had the choice to drop it and I haven't, so. Well, the reason that's, I ask is because your answer. I think you know, I'm not a massive fan of religion. Like, I'm not a, I don't. That's, I don't, why, you're, that's why you're co-hosting the podcast called God's Best Kids. Well, 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 well. I'm a fan of what religion does, though. I'm not a fan of the way certain religions work, and I don't think many religions really encapsulate what I want. And this is something I've never told anyone. And I'm not going to explain too much about it because it's a private thing to me. But basically... How the millions that are listening? I've got my own religion. What? But like, it's, it's not really a religion, but it's more like a way of life in terms of I see people like I see religious people seem so much more happy like so much happier so much more motivated so much more trouble free about a lot of things than non-religious people like myself would be but no religion fits me like I just don't work in it so what I've done is basically make a personal thing that like it's, it's like it's not really a religion because only I can follow it, but it's just a way for me to feel God. Like it's a way for me to have faith and like feel like I've got something spiritual to like keep me going, without having to prescribe to something that doesn't actually suit me. Is it a religion or just 
simply your I don't really know what it would be religion it's, it's where it's, I, think I think there's a lot if that's a, I think there's a lot of people like that I'd say it's just a way of life like yeah it's just who's, who, who do you worship who, where's your place of worship well I, I it's not like I don't pray wait you do pray yeah but I, the who though guardian guardian What's his story or her story? What's no. their story? Huh? Just have a guardian. Right. No agenda, no story attached, nothing. There is just a guardian somewhere. I mean, this sounds yeah. like if you're listening and you're just like, what is this guy talking about? I agree. Because if someone said this to me, I'd be like, what are you going on about? But it's what works for me. It keeps me like, yeah. like so that's, I think that's what's important though. Like, with religion and Pete, like it has realistic I am thinking like what the fuck are you talking about in terms of like when you said I've got my own religion I was like what what does that even mean uh, but like I think that's what's important about like religion in general like it works for some people it doesn't work like realistically what you do doesn't affect me so yeah. I'm not going to stress about it and I'm not going to be like you fucking believe me you believe me, it's my way or no way. Do you know what I mean? I'm I, that guy. Look, I do hate, hate is a strong word, but I just don't approve of a lot of religions. Doesn't mean that I, like, I have to. a problem with you. Like, I don't. Yeah. Because I approve, see, I approve of what it does for people. I just don't approve of, for example, the church that the religion belongs to. I don't approve of a lot of the ways that religions operate because there are there is a lot of like there are some people and churches that are absolutely like salt of the earth kind of people like they wouldn't do anything that isn't good for anyone and there are other people that like there are some churches that work they abuse some churches they abuse like, I, don't, I don't know too much about that that pastor Toby, I, I swear, like, I've seen stuff that he's stolen from his congregation, and that's why he can afford such a lifestyle. I think yeah. that's, I think that's very insulting. Like, that's insulting. Using God's name as a form of uh, funding a certain lifestyle and it feeds into this, the greed of the world is, uh, yeah. I, I, I have real trouble with stuff like that. Are you a Catholic? I'm a Catholic. See, well, that's that's one of the things. I, I don't, I don't agree with the amount of wealth that the Catholic Church has. For example, I I agree with the way that they teach people, mm. and like, the lessons that you give to people, and what it and the hope that they can also get from the church. But I don't, I don't agree with a lot of, say the gold and the painted glass windows and all of the expense that, that was in a lot of places. That's been around since like way like that's been around since like Jesus times. I know, but it doesn't like, make that, that, that's all that all what you see is it's 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 used to help understand 
the passages and like the parables and the stories you're told because I think of it not everyone back then understood a certain language like there were thousands of languages like there's Hebrews like everything there's so many languages so having your paintings and yeah it looks a bit opulent now but back then it was a very it was a very standard thing do you know what I mean and not and people had difficulty communicating and reading as well reading those there's not the education we have here today so using your stained glasses and it helps show like the parables and the stories in Jesus's life really and lessons learned from that I think like it's you can still draw a lot of use from them today like kids kids look at it and be like oh okay that's what happened in I don't know you know like the three days Jesus rose you know what I mean oh pardon me sorry okay that's see I've never known that yeah yeah I I think they're just the form of communication honestly um and obviously they do look nice and they make the church look like incredibly beautiful um but yeah not a lot of people had the standard understanding and um reading skills that we do today I thought they're always useful but like um yeah I think that's the thing I think it's it's the practicing of tolerance is what we need in this world I don't think we 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 think we're tolerant I don't think we're that tolerant like no and when when it's accepting as we think we are I don't think I mean you just have to look at social media like people yeah people get bullied for like anything like there'll be people who will bully you for being something and there will be people that will bully you if you weren't that thing like it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on there'll always be someone who doesn't agree with your opinion and will like have a go at you for it yeah and that's okay but but sometimes it's just like you're kind of they're kind of too invested they care too much what's going on why do you care too much? Like, what's going on in your life that you care so much about what someone else is doing? It's not, weird. What's not going on in a bit obsessive. What's not going on in your life to make you care? Yeah. Someone else. You must be hella bored and disgustingly jobless. But you know I mean? like, on the topic of what is going on in your life, who, who is someone that you would like class as your hero? A hero. I'm straight one straight first thing that comes to my head is my mum but that's yeah I feel like everyone say their mum's like I don't know maybe someone would say their parent but but I don't think barring like my mum I don't know I don't I don't I don't I don't feel like I put too many people on the pedestal but like I think my parents from obviously moving countries and starting their life here and give me the kind of life I've had like one of yeah very privileged and yeah being afforded the opportunities I've had in my life so like so far and continue to have I think that's like someone that's lifted me and given me the chance to be the best me I can be I think that's someone that's my hero and like I think I, I like to think I have like many heroes like, in my life there's people I look to I mean like I, you really inspire me. Like I really rate you, kind of thing. But there's no one. I'm like, 
yeah, I don't like to put people on the pedestal too much because I feel like we're all normal. We're all trying to do the same thing kind of thing. So is there no you wish to like emulate? Nah, I wish to be me. I, I want to be me. Okay. I, I do want to be me. Like, yeah, it was career goals and career targets and money made is a good measure, but what works for some someone might not work for me. Probably doesn't work for me. I feel like I'm so unique and special in my own way that perhaps... Do you, do you think that's fair? Is that the same for you? Yes and no. Like, yeah. I, I obviously will always want to be my own person because at the end of the yeah. day, I am pure, I'm a creative, so I have to be my own person because basically my livelihood depends on making things that no one else makes and doing mm. no one else does but there's that there's this guy called daniel arsham who's a sculpt he's just an artist like he, he makes sculptures he takes photographs he drives a lot of nice porsches he makes drawings and i think he might make paintings i don't know i'm as i i like i almost idolize this man like you could ask my girlfriend you could just say his name to my girlfriend and she will sigh because it's got to the point of every day if he posts something i'm like look at this thing that he just did because he's he's just that level of that he really inspires me i don't want to do anything like what he does because i don't want to be a sculptor for example but he does so many but he's got a clothesline he's got furniture but it's it's just him and like his brand and the way he goes about stuff the, the things that he does does things he does. you can you can do that and you can have your own your own special tweak on that exactly like, if that's if that's what you're talking about like there are certain people that bring exude this level of confidence and just optimism when they walk in and just the way they carry themselves kind of thing that yeah i'd like to i'm kind of like i'm trying to work on like just trying to be like that but in yeah. terms of, I don't know, I just feel like my story is going to be unique. It's been unique so far. Yeah. I think that's it's been so unique so far that, I don't know, I think, it, yeah, I don't think I can, em- you can't emulate what I, I'm going to do. I'm not going to try and be, there's not specifically one person I can think of. I can be like, oh, I'm trying to be like you. No, I think... The biggest thing is to find your inspirations and use whatever they do to just be you. Like take take influence. Like yeah, 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 yeah. If, if they do something that seems really cool to you, then that's fine. But you're gonna do whatever that is in your own way and be your own. Yeah. I think. I think. <laughs> I think I've got a lot of influences around me and not in not the modern day influences like social media and that shit like that, but like a lot of people around me that I take a lot of influence from and take a lot of inspiration from. And like, I learn from their mistakes. I learn from their successes and I hope they do from mine as well. Like a lot of people like influence me positively. Obviously some people negatively, but they get seeded out. The bad apples get seeded out, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I've got influences around me that I look 
you could say I look up, not, I don't look up to them. I just look at them and try and find the best me from that. Do you know what I mean? I think, because I think everyone you meet in life you, teaches you a valuable lesson. It always teaches you a lesson. Yeah. I think. And I think thinking back, I, 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 that every single person I've met in my life, they've definitely taught me a lesson. Good and bad, good or bad. And, and that's, I find a bit, like every, every single day, pretty much, especially if you're trying new things or doing something that you've not done, but like it's such a big learning experience. And I think yeah. people, especially, because you have to work out how to keep your circle small. Because I think we've probably all been at the point where we've had too many friends because a lot of them just aren't the people you really want to be your friend. They might be all right to spend time with, but they're not your friend. They're just someone that if you're bored, they could, you could just hang out with for a couple hours and, but it's not worth it because they're not going to be there for you when, like if you're broke and you're like, down on your knees they're not helping you mm. that, that 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 is the biggest measure like hopefully for like anyone it doesn't come to the point of you have to test it but you want to know that if it was tested that your friends would always be there yeah 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 i think yeah my mum's always taught me my parents are always, I should start saying, like, my parents have always ingrained in me that, um, like, pick your friends wisely kind of thing. And, like, they teach you a lot. And you all have some bad friends and you learn from that. Like, I've had some bad friends and I've learned from it. And I'm sure, like, we're not as good as judge of characters. I've, I'm not as good as judge of characters that I think I am. Like, that I, I think I, I am getting better, but, like I'm not as good as I think I am. Like you slowly learn that, you know, you you learn how to pick up like red flags that you would have otherwise ignored earlier in your life, perhaps. But I just think that's one of those things of it's a coming of age thing. Like you just learn. It's just one of those things, and that's okay. And like you can have some shit friends, and like you're gonna have some shit jobs and make some shit mistakes. But I think it's how you bounce back. I think like that's what. I can't remember who said it. So I just said, like, life's just all about bouncing back, to be fair. And then that's it, to be fair. And I, you, can, you can only do the best you can do. I'm just trying to be fulfilled. I'm trying to be fulfilled. I'm just trying to be fulfilled. I agree. And I think that is a lovely way to end technically, like, episode three, but episode one of... God's Best Kids podcast. So, oh, yeah. 